Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be sex before marriage. Well, I got a pretty good email today with lots of different things going on in it. On, on one hand, one of the things that this guy suffers from is the typical thing that I see with a lot of guys that are in long-term relationships, and that is that the longer they're in a relationship, the longer they're married, the more they they start to slowly over time they stop dating and courting their wife or their girlfriend properly and what happens is since they're not dating and courting her properly and they get focused on being a good provider for the family and making money they come home and they're horny and they want to have sex and what they don't realize is that they're no longer dating and courting their wife or girlfriend properly like they once were the woman starts to feel neglected because he's not going out of his way to date her quarter properly like he did when they first started dating. He doesn't take care of getting babysitter for the kids or any of that stuff. It just becomes the same dull, boring routine. And then when he comes home from a long day, he's stressed or he wants some sexy time. He starts touching her nipples and her boobs are grabbing her pussy and she's like doesn't want anything to do with it. And so in this case, he wants sex a lot more than his wife does. And she kind of make, tries to make him feel guilty for wanting it more. And it's like part of the problem is the way he's going about it is he's no longer dating and courting her properly. She doesn't feel heard and understood and therefore the legs close and she loses interest and busts his balls about the fact that he's just basically a horn dog. So he asked me what he should do to turn things around. And plus the other thing you get to see here in this email which I liked about it and why I chose – to answer that this email particular email in a video newsletter because what he's got going on in his relationship is that he his girlfriend was ultra religious when they were dating and she wanted to wait to have sex until marriage and he tried but he basically gave in to what she wanted and so what you see is a pattern here basically from the time they got together and started dating to, through the whole time they've been married is that he kind of has abdicated his responsibilities, the head of the household or the man, and has more often than not let her be the leader of the household, which causes her to move into her masculine. When a woman moves into her masculine to make up for the fact that her husband's not doing her boyfriend's not doing that, she doesn't like that. It's not her natural essence. And women in that, that are forced to do that typically become a little more bitchy, become a little bit more masculine, and they lose interest in sex because they don't feel safe and comfortable. Because the man is not taking care of his part of the deal, his part of the relationship. So I got a quote that I run this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And so the quote says, many men become failures and experience almost constant rejection when trying to seduce their wives or long-term girlfriends because they become totally focused on getting laid instead of giving, loving, listening communicating and courting their women properly. When a man becomes focused on getting laid, instead of opening up his woman by asking questions, being sincerely interested, caring, creating romantic and fun dates, and being a good listener, she does not feel heard or understood. When a woman does not feel heard and understood, her legs close. When she does, her legs open and seducing her is easy, effortless, fun, romantic, passionate, magical, and memorable and if you do the things that I talk about in the book and you're a man you're not gonna have to worry about you just simply not going to experience getting rejected by your wife or your girlfriend especially when you've been together for a long time 
because you'll be able to sense it. You'll be able to feel where she's at emotionally, what to do and say and how to open her back up and get her back to that place where she feels safe and comfortable with you, with you being the leader and she'll let you have your way with her. But only as long as you act like a man is supposed to act. In a lot of instances, that's where this guy is going wrong. So he says, hi, Corey. I've read your book twice now and I've watched many of your videos. Everything you say makes total sense and it has motivated me tremendously in many areas of my life, but I wanted some quick advice. And it's interesting that you bring that up because as a man, in order to help facilitate your wife feeling safe and comfortable and become more interested in sex, you need to focus on your purpose and your mission and create a great life and lifestyle for yourself that you're happy and you're proud of to share with her because the happier you are, the more you're going to smile, the better care you're going to take care of your body, the more peaceful and relaxed of a state that you're going to be in and the more the easier it's going to be for you to communicate with your wife properly and open her up because feminine energy is all about bonding, connecting, opening up to receive love and as I've said many times in many videos in the past is on a typical day, women say about 8,000 words and men tend to say about 2,000 words. So women are natural talkers. They solve their problems not by us guys solving their problems for them and giving them advice which a lot of guys make the mistake of trying to do when women just simply want to listen because women solve their problems just by talking about them and by facilitating the fact that women tend to speak 2,000 words a day and guys are about 2,000, women are natural talkers and men tend to naturally be listeners and a guy can successfully do that and artfully like I talk about in the book, he's not going to have to worry about getting rejected by his girlfriend or his wife. So he says, what I'm looking for is advice on creating sexual tension and getting the chase back with my wife. Obviously, he's not getting laid. And so what's he thinking? What do I got to do to get laid? He's focusing completely on what he wants. Remember, the purpose of all relationships is you're there to give. You're there to help each other grow and become more and to meet each other's needs. He says, after reading your book, I'm astonished that I even got married and landed such a beautiful woman. When I first started dating, I accidentally did a lot of things right. I knew her previous boyfriend. He was totally whipped and I knew I did not want to be like him. Without reading your book, I knew this to be true and it totally worked. Now notice that he recognizes that. He noticed that he wasn't a pussy. He wasn't a pushover. He wasn't a wimp because he watched how her, her previous boyfriend, he observed how she was like that and he knew better. And so he acted accordingly and it had a positive effect. But you'll notice as we go later on down in the email, it's like yet he knows that intellectually but when he's trying to apply it in person, it's not working out too well for him. So he says, she was drawn to me and I did a good job of setting up dates and keeping the attraction level high and the mystery alive. As we dated, she fell in love with me and after two years, we ended up getting married. Notice how she fell in love slowly over time because he was being the man. He was being the leader back then during the courtship. I think when we first started dating, her attraction level was about an eight. Now remember, attraction level cuts through everything. 
And when a woman's head over heels in love, when she's a 9 or a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10, that's when rationality goes out the window. That's when they give up their kids. They've ruined their lives, their families. I don't know if you've been following the the news the last six months. There was a woman who worked as a prison guard up north who basically allowed herself to be manipulated by these two guys who were murderers. And they basically were both fucking her during her shifts and initially what they had talked about is when she helped break them out of prison and pick them up they were going to go to mexico they were also going to take out her husband kill basically kill her husband for and by the way this particular guy is going to wait for his wife so she gave up her whole life and so she she just got sentenced this past week it was like two two and a half or two and a third years to seven years is what she got for that and just the overtime alone, law enforcement to track those guys down, they spent $23 million. Now, that's a woman who worked as a career corrections person, worked in a jail, worked with inmates, yet was manipulated by guys who knew how to get what they wanted from women, knew how to make her feel special, knew how to do the things for her that she probably felt like she wasn't getting done by her husband and gave her just pissed a totally rational person ruins her life because of that so when a woman her you know is her attraction level is at a nine or a ten women give up their religion their careers their jobs their marriages their kids their country they do all kinds of and it's like this just one late one example of a woman who just was completely hijacked by her emotions and her fantasy of what she thought her relationship was going to be like with these two murderers. And one of them ended up dying in a in a shootout and another one, you know, I guess got shot up fairly badly as well. And it's just like I mean, it's just amazing how powerful this stuff is when you understand it, especially from a guy's perspective and if you're a woman, how powerful it is to help you understand why you feel the way you feel, especially if you've been a woman who has tended to attract the same kind of guys into your life over and over and not the kind of guys that are good for you that you end up have that are easy to have a relationship with. He says, everything was easy, flirty, and fun. After a year of dating, I fucked up quite a bit with chasing and letting her lead in many areas of our relationship. We have now been married five years and the attraction level is probably more like a six. Probably fluctuates between a five or a six. Maybe even a four and sometimes she thinks she doesn't know whether or not she wants to stay married to you. I def- It's really key to understand because I, I wrote an attraction table in my book so you can – the details of what a woman does and says, the kinds of things she will do and say when her attraction level is a nine or a ten what the kind of things that she does when it's an eight or a seven or a six so you can always kind of tell where you're at and take appropriate corrective action before things get too far down the road going sideways i definitely have been doing the chasing and asking for sex acting like a big mangina dude bad way to go of course i've turned this around but it's only been a few days and I did not realize this was so damaging until I read your book over the weekend. I definitely thought that that was a part of marriage and the way behavior changed, but now I realize I can turn it around, hopefully. 
That's what happens. If you go to a mall, any place where there's a lot of people, especially a lot of couples walking around, what you're going to see is a lot of couples where both of them tend to dress alike. They're both overweight. The woman's cut her hair real short, doesn't wear any makeup anymore. She walks out in front. The kids are behind her and the husband is like the caboose, just kind of like he's being led. And they were in the same kinds of clothes, like I'm with stupid kind of thing with the little arrows on it. And they ain't having sex. They're not – they're roommates at, at this point. And unfortunately, that's the kind of relationship that most people have. And when everybody sees that and when you see the sitcoms on TV, they all make fun of how that is the reality of most relationships. And remember, the divorce rate's over 60%. And only about 3% of the guys really get it. And the rest of the people, well, they're just not miserable enough to do anything about it. And it's sad, but it's the way it is. And as a woman, if you're a woman, if you understand what caused you to feel the way you feel, you don't get hijacked by your emotions anymore. And you can stay at choice, especially if you tend to be the type of woman that's attracted the wrong kind of dude in your life consistently. You can nip it in the bud, so to speak, when you recognize a lot of red flags and the guy just doesn't get it. Most of your advice in your book is directed to single men. That is absolutely, totally false. It, my book takes it through the progression of before you meet a woman to meeting a woman to setting dates to seducing her to causing her to fall in love with you, want to have a relationship with you, bring up getting into a relationship with you. Then wanting to get married, have kids, have a family and stay in a healthy relationship and have good communication. This tells me you definitely have not read the book 10 to 15 times. You're just cherry picking information because you're solely focused on you want to get pussy. So you're only looking for the things that you think you need to know. And the bottom line is you need to act like a man consistently and you need to court your wife consistently in order to be successful at seducing her anytime, any place, anywhere. Whenever you fucking want. Because women are head over heels in love. They'll do crazy shit. They'll do anything for you. They'll lay down in front of oncoming traffic or a fucking train if they think it'll help you. He says, this is where it's hard for me to figure out what to do. I give you some back, I'll give you some background about our lives so you can get a good idea of where I stand. We're both in our late 20s and successful. She runs a business and does very well. I'm involved a little bit with her business helping with the finances, repairs, and major decisions of the direction we want to take it. On my end, I work in finance on commission and do pretty well. We're both athletic, in good shape, and make an effort to look good for each other. What? That's good. Like-minded, same goals, same types of values. I've been the main breadwinner and supported us financially. She definitely sees me as her rock and safety net. She's a good business person and manages about 15 employees underneath her. Her business is her passion and she is very driven. A woman like this also is going to be in her masculine a lot and if you're not in your masculine, she's going to stay in her masculine and it's going to ruin the sexual polarity in your relationship because in essence, a lot of times you're acting like a woman instead of the man. And When you act like a woman, it causes your wife to continue acting like the man and therefore she's not going to be very turned on by you. She's also a structured woman and somewhat strict Christian values, but she's very fun, likes to drink, party, dance, and does not like drama. Drama. On a normal day, she usually gets home around 9 p.m. from work and needs to unwind. On her downtime, she watches some TV, 
shows, and reads before bed. By the time we go to bed, she's usually very tired and does not want to have sex. Your job as a man is to, to create an opportunity for sex to happen, not work all day and come home and say, hey, I want a fucking release woman. Spread those fucking legs and let me give you that warm and creamy feeling. Oh, my mother-in-law used to say that. My, my, <laughs> my ex-wife when we were together, she's talking to her mother about sex. Her mother's very prim and proper. Does it give you... When Corey, what did she say? When he explodes inside you, does it give you that warm and creamy feeling? And I was like, she fucking said that? Really? I was like, oh man, that was funny. I would say maybe one to two times a week and it's usually because she wants to appease my desires. That sounds really exciting. I bet that makes you feel like a man after you get done having sex, huh? Well, she's just doing it to, to please me. Not because she wants to fuck my brains out. It's not that she doesn't enjoy it when we do it, but it's definitely not how I want to get sex. She never has been sexually adventurous and doesn't like to explore. Rarely will she give oral sex even when I provide that to her. Honey, I would really like it if you beat the bishop or you give me a really great blowjob. And by the way, sucking the tip like that thing, like it's a fucking charms blow pop or something. Like you're trying to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. This is where I probably fucked up the most. She wanted both of us to wait to have sex until we were married. And I always wanted to push what we could and couldn't do. That's the kind of conversation, that, because that's what you really wanted. You wanted to have sex. You gotta say, look, you know, you're a great girl, but I personally, I don't believe in waiting until having or waiting to have sex until marriage because what if you're not sexually compatible? What if you wait? What if you date for several years and you go through all this expense, you have all your friends and family there and you have sex and it's terrible. You're married to that person now. But at least, I mean, cause I've, I mean, every woman is different and quite frankly, there are some women that just have no sensory acuity, they have no body awareness, they have no idea how to move their bodies and they're fucking terrible lays and they could be drop dead gorgeous, look like a supermodel and just fucking lay there like a wet rag and you can't coach them, they just, they don't even know how to get on top and ride you and it's like no matter what you try to do, it's just like, you think to yourself, man, it's just a complete waste of a perfectly good set of tits like a friend of mine once said to his wife after we had all been drinking. They didn't stay together by the way. It was a fucking funny ass line. We ended up waiting but she would always get mad when I would push her past her comfort level. Well, if you'd have known the progression like I talk about in my book, you would have been successful at it. This gave her complete control. Once we finally got married, I had no idea what I was doing in bed. I think I set the bar pretty low, you think? Especially with being the dominant role in the bedroom. Now I think she has some automatic behavior responses that limit her desire to explore sexually. Well, she's gotten so used to you not being the man and being the leader in your relationship and being fo focused on getting laid instead of romancing your wife and being that guy that she fell in love with where you take her out or you go to dinner or you do a picnic by the lake or you go away to a, for for the weekend to a bed and breakfast and you got everything planned out and if you got kids you take care of the babysitter and you do all those things and all she has to do is show up look hot and you take care of everything 
you take care of the dinner reservations, the arrangements, you make all the plans, and she can just hang out and have fun and hook up with you. You have to do that. 99% of the time, 99.9% of the time, when I do phone sessions with guys that are married or they're already in long-term relationships, they're already in marriage counseling. They're already, you know, some of them are even getting married. They're in marriage counseling and they're in getting individual therapy. Either one or both of them are. And what you see is you can have the best therapist in the world, but if the guy's not acting like a fucking man, if he's, he's not being the leader in the household and he's not focused on his mission, his purpose in life, and he doesn't have his priorities in order, he doesn't understand how to court his wife or his girlfriend properly, it doesn't matter. It's not going to work. It's not going to be salvageable. And unfortunately, that happens a lot and that's why I really enjoy working with people that are in those situations because I – with what they're doing with the therapist, what I can do is get the guy focused on his goals and his mission and his outcomes of what he wants for his personal life and his business life, his career, how he wants to look, how, his body, what his health goals are, all those things and that makes him more attractive. And that makes his wife feel or girlfriend feel more safe and comfortable to open up to receive him in every way. I've manned up at this point, but it's hard to drive to dive into something that is so unnatural. She's mentioned that she had mixed feelings of how I tried to be more dominant. Well, that tells me you're still asking her, how am I doing? That doesn't sound very confident, dude. Read the book 10 to 15 times and apply it. Get out there. Date your wife. Take her out. Make plans. Don't be coming home and just grabbing her boobs and expect her to go, oh, that's really great. Yeah. Women will – if you know what you're doing and women feel heard and understood, you can walk up to her and just rub her nipples a little bit and she'll turn right around and put her arms around you and start making out and you can undress her right in the kitchen and bend her right over the kitchen sink or the counter. But if you're coming home and you're not dating or courting her properly and she never feels heard and understood and you do that, she's like – I'm tired. I got I got things to do. I, I got a bath I'm pouring. I'm busy. I guess I got to call my mother. She didn't say she didn't like it. She just said she wasn't sure how she felt about it when we were done. Again, because think about it. You're unsure of yourself. You're looking for her approval. Hey, did I do good, mommy? Which is basically what you're doing. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about it. Why does she feel that way? Because you're not being a man. It's the same theme over and over, not taking the lead in the relationship. I'm guessing that might be a good thing. I've only done a couple of things out of the ordinary like some mild dirty talk and direction. I've been trying to do the basics and I've seen some changes. It's just difficult to do many things you say in your book when you are already married. It is hard to, it's not hard to create a date. It's not hard to make a date. It's not hard to book dinner reservations and let your wife know what time she needs to be ready and then take care of everything else. But if she's so used to having to be the man in the relationship because you've done it for so many years, you have to be consistent and congruent and just handle it, not do something or schedule something and then sit there waiting for her approval or her to pat you on the head and say, boy, good job. Now you get some pussy. It is hard and if you're really good, you may get a little anal later. It's really it is hard to create that anticipation when you see each other every day. What is your advice to men who are in this type of long term relationship where it's a bit stale? 
It's always the same problem. 99% of the time, guy's not dating according to his wife. He gets caught up in earning, bringing home the paycheck. He in essence becomes a money mule instead of this amazing knight in shining armor that she fell in love with who's got interests, who takes care of his body, who goes out and does he slays the dragons during the day and comes home and sweeps his wife off the floor and, and into his arms and says, hey, baby, tell me about your day. How was it? I was thinking about you all day and looking forward to seeing you. Is it possible to get her to feel the same way about me as when we first date, started dating? Absolutely. If she's still with you and she, you're, you guys are still hanging out having fun and hooking up, if you start romancing her properly, things will actually turn around pretty quickly. But again, you need to read the book 10 to 15 times. You need to date and court her properly. And if you treat her right and she feels heard and understood, dude, you're just not going to get rejected. It won't happen. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.